Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy free. I'm Talene, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak, husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. And a one. Talin, what's up? What is up, babe? I don't know. I'm wearing pants right now in, in our living room with shoes on. Cause with I thought, shoes on. I thought I might as well get prepared for this podcast as if we're going out. I can't believe what I'm looking at. You have shoes on our rug. Look at me. Just for this I know. Podcast. I feel like a lunatic. Like It's just like, I felt like I had to, you even saw me. You're like, what are you doing taking your jeans out? And I was like, I haven't worn jeans in a while. I'm just going to wear it for the podcast. I'm just going to look like my... I mean, you like, inspired look, me to wear something other than workout clothes yeah, because you took you're out You're almost jeans. there. You're wearing tights on the I'm bottom. I'm still wearing tights, though. I even put gel on my hair. It's like, you know, <laughs> let, me, let, me get the, let me bring the curls out. I Time did to a take full hair blowout. You did? Because I was like, oh, that's enough. It's been like two, three weeks, four maybe, that I haven't really committed to doing like a nice blowout and like caring what i looked like hey i mean we have a whole a uh, whole day of you know content stuff we have the podcast and then we're gonna do a live workout we might as well yeah. start looking good from the beginning of the day what are you gonna exactly what else can we do exactly i don't know you were telling me you feel like a monster because your nails are growing you can't go get your laser <laughs> treatment all this stuff it's so annoying. Like, I hate to complain about minuscule things like this while people are out there fighting the coronavirus. Yeah. But it is I'm the little things. I'm turning into a tree monster. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? No, it's... I get you, I though. I have to cancel my laser appointment. And that, to me, is like, when am I going to go again? I'm life. hearing that this coronavirus is going to last who knows how long. A couple, couple more months. Oh, for the love of God. But, you know, it's... Now you know I the get what true you're side of me, babe. Yeah, it's totally a first world problem thing. But yeah. honestly, I get what you're saying because many people, you know, we have we used to have our habits, what yeah. what going to the gym or doing getting a haircut every weekend or I don't know something like that. Uh, and then now we can't do any of that stuff. It's just like we're stuck at home, working. It's like a weird thing. But so I love that's job. why I put my pants on. So <laughs> I didn't put a belt on. I'm not that crazy, okay? You didn't take didn't, it there. Still, still a loose. Loose, <laughs> loose hips right now, but it's yeah, okay. it's all good. I'm down to be natural for a month. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be okay. Can you handle it though? Can you yeah, handle? You look great to me. You look the beautiful. Facial hair and. <laughs> oh, let me see. I'm getting, yeah, no, I, I, everything's okay right now. Everything's <laughs> no, Everything's always great. I mean, this is the time where we can actually maybe take a break from all that, all the maintenance that we do, like it's true. superficially. Let let's just say. Breathe. Yeah, let the skin breathe, you know, no makeup, no, like, uh, the nails, all that stuff. Let the, let my hair grow a little bit. You know, you still want to take care of your PCOS and you still want to make sure, like, health-wise, you're improving. Right. But all the extra stuff, maybe this is the time to take a break from that and, you know, focus on the more important things, like being happy with yourself, being happy with your inner um, health. You Fine. Know? One of the... One of the Fine. Yeah, see, you see how I'm bringing her back home? The topic that we're going to talk about today is hirsutism. So actually, you can take the opportunity to learn about hirsutism today right. and apply it into your life so that... You know, we're going to give you some natural treatments. We're going to talk about laser yeah. and electrolysis. 
And we're going to talk about why this is happening in the first place and what you can do to restore your confidence. Yeah. Because I'm sure many sisters out there really struggle with, um, I'm, I know for a fact that a lot of sisters out there struggle with hair loss, facial hair growth, and the toll that it takes on your confidence. I've definitely been there myself. Um, I do go to laser and it lightens up the facial hair and it doesn't grow back for a while, but then I have to go back and maintain it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sinek didn't really know about this about me until like we got married. <laughs> and yeah. I still didn't tell you when I had laser appointments. But that's just like how I do things sometimes. Yeah, I <laughs> but mean, I'm sure you, you wouldn't care. If no, I, I really would you. not have cared. I would not have, if you told me that on the first day, I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't know a lot of things guy... about me. How about that? I'm a mysterious man. No. You don't know what I do. I mean, here's the thing. Girls, like, I wouldn't, not that, like, you're a supermodel, babe. You relax. <laughs> okay. Relax. But if I was dating and the guy, let's say, was balding, let's say, wasn't super fit, let's say, like, had skin issues, whatever, I could look past all of that because of his personality. Because of course. Because you're trying to be happy with a person. You know, it's not all yeah. about, like, superficial things. If their personality shines, I can get yeah. over it. If you're looking at the external things, that relationship is almost never going to last because yeah. it's that it, the externals don't last or you get bored of any external. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the conversations. It's the, the face-to-face time where you get to talk and yeah. like have a great time together. That's what brings you together. So for all the sisters, if you get like, you know, disencouraged because, you know, maybe you might have like like hair, hair growth on the face or maybe acne, acne and you feel very discouraged to like, you know, date or you feel like maybe your current boyfriend or something is going to uh, maybe like have some negative thoughts when you break out or something like that. It's like, don't really put that into your mind, that negative thoughts, because I promise you, if that person really likes you or loves you, that's not what's on their mind. What's on their mind is making you happy instead. Exactly. And what he would normally, like, in my, if, I, if he's uh, like, like me, like with Tallinn, I love Tallinn. You guys all know this. If I see she's having an issue with PCOS, I don't think, oh man, like, I need to, like, do something else. No, I think, what can I do to help her? How can we make her happy? And, like, how can I order 200 kilos of Avacetol right now? <laughs> like, it's just like things like that. That's, and I promise you, your man. If you know this already about your man, if he's a good man, you know he'll do that for you. Exactly. And to find a person like that, I think it's key to spend time with yourself, taking care of your own mind and your personality and, and your perspective about mm-hmm. your yourself. If you don't exude that confidence and if you don't work on that confidence with yourself, then when you date and you're sitting across the table from someone, they're not going to they're, they're going to see that unconfidence or they're um, don't expect them to like fill that void for you. It might yeah. turn that might not work out. Um, yeah. But if you're super confident, then they'll feed off of that and they'll be like, OK, you know, what? and so they won't even notice. They won't even notice. Yeah. Just be yourself. Exactly. exactly. Be yourself. Because that's what any guy wants is your, you. Exactly. So before we go into the, the natural ways to treat it and like other, uh, other options, let's go into why um, sisters with PCOS get hirsutism. Why is this happening in the first place? Yeah. And again, hirsutism is basically hair loss, hair growth, and also a little, little bit of acne is involved too. But, uh, a lot of acne sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
But it's <laughs> that was it's, another episode though. Yes, but it's usually hair loss and hair growth, hirsutism, correct? Hirsutism is a term that covers um, all of the symptoms, like hair. Oh, because it has to do high skin. androgenism. Yeah, correct? exactly. Yeah. So okay. there's skin That's issues, true. hair issues, mood issues, weight issues. Like it all goes under the hirsutism umbrella. Yeah. So as I mentioned, high androgenism. So what? So that goes into one of the reasons why why it happens is that insulin triggers uh, high testosterone. So the insulin cells actually go in uh, and create testosterone. Is that correct? The insulin hormone goes to your ovaries. Ovaries, yes. And it triggers high testosterone mm-hmm. to happen in your body. Mm-hmm. And then that high testosterone goes and it gathers around your hair follicles and it causes the light hairs to turn to dark hairs or the hair to just fall out. And DHEA, which is a stress hormone, works the same way as testosterone. And that's triggered by high stress. So if you don't mitigate the stress with things like CBD and things like rosehip tea and um, even like meditation you know, or like just having like inflammation. a yeah. Sorry. yeah, meditation. Yeah. So that was the second second um, reason, right? High stress can trigger high DHEA. Yeah. But by the way, this can also be genetic. So yeah, maybe yeah. you're predisposed yeah. to having these conditions, which is another, especially another high, um, more important reason why you should consider doing something to treat it naturally or, you know, whatever reason, or whatever treatment to make sure like you keep it um, controlled. It's true. A lot of sisters just have like genetically high DHEA. Like it's, crazy you know but but there's so many natural things yeah that you can do i mean just because just because it's genetic doesn't mean you can't do anything about it you can still help mitigate it and help it basically be like you know it can't you can't recure some things but you can make it almost seem like it's non-existent because you're yeah. managing it so well exactly and i say this is crazy because it's like how did this happen to like you know you turn yeah. a certain age and your body starts changing and it seems insane but you know it could be genetics mm-hmm um, I had a client who had hirsutism and mm-hmm. she can't, had come in for like weight loss and help with that. And it, you know, I was trying to help her be, understand how it completely correlates with her diet and lifestyle. But she was so used to and addicted to the way that she was living already. It was hard for her to change. Like, for example, she was addicted to working out really hard that like, mm. um, that uh what's it called the feel adrenaline adrenaline, rush yeah Yeah. and then um she would have high dhea and then she her blood sugar was like a roller coaster because she didn't eat at like specific meal meal time so she Mm -hmm. had like hangry attacks again like insulin resistance and that triggers testosterone and she had a really busy life like she would just leave appointments like early because she had such a go 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 schedule and it was hard for her, but of course she was able to get it back um, under control. But it took a long time for her because these are lifestyle issues, yeah. and it takes a while for your mind to be to understand for you to really absorb and understand that you do have to do like slow workouts. You can't go running like for miles a day or doing CrossFit. You know this is affecting your hormones, which is affecting your yeah. hair and your symptoms. Like these things take time to um, adapt to. And I, I saw it firsthand with many clients, but specifically this client, I remember because it was such a long-term struggle for mm-hmm. her. Yeah, I mean, it's like this 
the workouts are almost adding onto the lifestyle because like she's doing CrossFit. That's very high intense workout or even like a different kind of workout maybe. And that high stress hormone, because when with PCOS, when you increase your stress hormones, it doesn't go back down like uh, normally as Mm -hmm. maybe someone without PCOS, but instead it stays high for like elevated for like number of days. So maybe because of that, now next day she's rushing through things. She's right. trying to wake up early yeah. and then get through her morning. But then that morning is very stressful. You know what? That goes into your lunch. It goes into your evening. And that just like creates this bad habit. Now now when you're doing the same thing, you get into like this anxious feeling because you had the same feeling the last time. And right. it's like this avalanche. And it's exactly why um finding the right workout or even the lifestyle is so important because it can create this avalanche just like talian said it was it would create this whole you know well timeline of things that's exactly what it is Mm -hmm. one day leads into the next and that stress continues to snowball and becomes part of your life and personality Mm -hmm. and before you know it you have all these symptoms and you have no idea why because you're so used to being your high strung self yeah you think it's just like this busy life but it actually it's just maybe um the way life is unfortunately it's too hectic but you have to just kind of find a way to figure it out yeah and even a 10 minute meditation oh, that wow. cuts through Biggest, your insane day that you yeah. might have like through between work and kids and whatever like a 10 minute meditation yeah can it, do so much huge wonders let's say you just stop at 1 p.m you're like okay i'm gonna stop my day right now i'm gonna do a 10 minute medic- uh, meditation it would make such a huge difference me and time do this now every day right babe? yeah around four yeah sometimes Splitting earlier sometimes later yeah. yeah and it's like it makes such a big difference because you kind of stop this whole tornado thing in your head and you sit down you close your eyes and you just breathe and not think about anything else I highly recommend you use like an app to get started. Like mm-hmm. um, there's Calm or there's uh, Headspace. And a lot of these right now are doing free trials because of the coronavirus. Oh, so take advantage of all these free things that, that you know, some of these um, self-care companies are giving out. And uh, yeah, try that out. I really think it would make That's a big good. difference. That's so nice of them yeah. to give a free trial at a time like this. I mean, at the end of the day, they're all trying to get a client, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's it's at least something they're it's doing a- to help people. They give them like extended trials to make it's people really nice. try their product because they know that it works. Meditation really does work. Yeah. Okay. I'd recommend it to anyone. If you feel like you yeah. can't meditate, then you probably should sit down and start with like a five minute meditation and train your mind to be able to meditate. Mm hmm. Yeah. The person who can't do it the most is the one who probably should do it. Oh, 100%. If you feel like you're so busy that you can't get 10 minutes of meditation, then that means you need that 10 minutes of meditation probably more than anybody else. So That's so true. Yeah. So other tips, swapping yeah. coffee for decaf green tea. Yes. Um, that studies have shown will increase this hormone called sex hormone binding globulin and that is something that picks up testosterone from your bloodstream Mm -hmm. and helps lower it in your body and And that's from the decaf green tea yeah decaf green tea can help you do that whereas coffee can pump your stress hormones you know increase all of these um hormones that are causing these symptoms like hair loss isn't that interesting a lot of people struggle with cutting out coffee i know it's it's addicting pretty much because the caffeine in it your body's so it wants it now every day yeah and you ask yourself like if i cut out coffee what am i going to do about my fatigue and what it comes down to is 
drinking coffee is just contributing to the vicious cycle of fatigue. Mm -hmm. And if you cut it at coffee, if you cut coffee, you cut that vicious cycle up. And so basically you're drinking it and you're getting your energy and then you're super fatigued and then you need more coffee and then you're super fatigued and you're pumping stress hormones. And the more you pump, the more exhausting it is for your body. So, then you keep drinking it because now you're exhausted. And so it snowballs into yeah. a worse and worse situation. Yeah. And you're also like like hiding the problems that's maybe there. Like if you need coffee to go throughout your day, maybe it's because you're not eating the right foods. You're not preparing yeah. them correctly. More so your protein. energy levels are too low. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, also with coffee, like, uh, uh, shoot, what was I going to say? I totally forgot. What? Hold on. It's right there. It's I'm not going to forget. It's about, to, oh, try to cut it out slowly because uh-huh. it can be, it's literally like a drug almost caffeine. Like oh the body gosh. likes caffeine, right? Like, so try cutting it out slowly. If you cut it out all at once, you really are going to crave it strongly. So maybe if you're having two, three cups a day, go to one cup a day, maybe for a couple of days, if a, maybe a week, and then cut that out, maybe make it half a cup and then cut it out completely and go to decaf if you really like it. Decaf does contain trace amounts, but should be okay because i think it's only like five milligrams or less yeah so it should be okay that should be not a problem so yeah try to do that yeah or just get some decaf green tea and sip on that nice and hot and i get what you're saying because i love coffee personally (laughs) i drink it every day but Sirak's thinking of getting an electric mug that I am so annoyed. My coffee gets too cold too soon. Like within five minutes, I'm sure everybody can agree with your teas, decaf green teas. We can all need an electric mug. I looked on Amazon. It was like a hundred dollars. No way. No. How am I paying a hundred dollars for a mug? I feel like it would be a good gift. Do not do it, lady. (laughs) Don't annoy me. You would love that. (laughs) No, you always. Get the things that I would love to get if they weren't too expensive. You get it, and I'm like, you spend the money. (laughs) That's what wives do. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Um, What's the next Okay, let's go on. Yeah. Fresh ground flaxseed. Ooh, I hear this a lot from sisters Mm -hmm. asking me if they should have it, how should they have it. And it does the same thing as decaf green tea. It picks up sex hormone binding globulin, Mm -hmm. which gets um, testosterone. It increases binding globulin to pick up testosterone in your bloodstream and that's just by adding ground flaxseed to your salads you can put in your shake Um, make sure you grind it yourself so it's nice and fresh and Mm -hmm. um the oils like get out and you know you can absorb it better um if you buy it pre-ground it could be like less what's it called um bio Available. Bioavailable. That's the word. Oh, right. because it's yeah. less fresh. Or maybe yeah, it's they... less fresh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Next one, the one that we love. We love going gluten and dairy free. Yes, gluten and dairy free. So a lot of um, hair loss and hair growth can be due to inflammation that's caused by the foods that you know sisters eat. For example, if you're eating gluten and dairy, this causes, as Talia has mentioned, uh, inflammation in the body. And this leads to further symptoms with PCOS. And this can, can contribute to the high androgenism that's leading to yeah. hirsutism. Because if you're in a constant state of inflammation, then your body um, treats that as stress. So if you're constantly inflamed, everything you eat is causing inflammation in your body. And that means, you know, inflammatory markers are being released by your cells, right? Your body will recognize that as stress and then stress hormones will pump and then these symptoms can occur. 
and inflammation in inflamed cells can be more susceptible to having acne and hair issues mm -hmm. So um, going gluten and dairy free can really help with that. I've heard a lot of sisters say that their baby hairs on their head are like growing back after going gluten and dairy free yeah. and especially taking ovacetol to help with blood sugar issues, mm -hmm. which in turn helps with testosterone. Um, so that could really make a huge impact with the under underlying root issues. Yeah. And speaking of which, would you recommend ovacetol too for her citizen? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would. So Ovastol is also a great um, option. It's a natural supplement that we always talk about. The description or the link is in the, the, the podcast description mm -hmm. if you're interested. And there's a 15% off code too. But yeah, it's a natural supplement that is basically our favorite supplement for PCOS. Yes. Wow, my stomach just made this really loud noise. I hope that doesn't get picked up. <laughs> Are you hungry? Well, I didn't eat breakfast because I just wanted to like kind of take it easy in the morning because I, you know, I had a late snack yesterday. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. You did? What did you have? I just had like I think uh, peanut butter or no almond butter and some like Ezekiel crumbs with little protein. I don't know. Oh my just... gosh! You had a party while I went to bed. Nah, it was Friday night. <laughs> trying to watch TV. All right. Uh, the next natural way to treat um, hirsutism is adrenal support supplements. Mm -hmm. These are great for lowering stress hormones as well, especially if you have naturally high DHEA. Um, which is a stress hormone, it would serve you to have a supplement um, to, to take while you're doing these lifestyle changes mm -hmm. like meditation or CBD and so on. Yeah. Uh, well, CBD is a supplement too that can help yeah. with this. We'll get to that. We'll get to that after this if you want. Yeah. Well, I'm done with adrenal okay. support. So. Yeah. CBD too really helps. Like we talked about before, the inflammation, it helps with the adrenal fatigue and lowering cortisol levels. Yeah. Show. So that's exactly Great for weight loss. <laughs> yeah, that and it goes into what we were talking about earlier, which is that the high stress can cause a high DHEA. So you want to kind of like kind of make it a habit in your lifestyle to reduce right. that. And one great way you can do that is with CBD at night or even in the morning. It helps, you know, by it relaxes the body and it helps reduce inflammation, among many other things. But it's really um, just like one of those habits that just like. Yeah. It continues to like lower stress. Yeah. I mean, um, no matter what you do, like if you're meditating, if you're eating well and all of these great things for your stress hormones, you still need to supplement if you have naturally high stress mm -hmm. levels. And we'll yeah. link all of these in the description. Yeah. The adrenal support, the CBD. And then another supplement is saw palmetto. And this is an herb that prevents the conversion of testosterone to DHT, which is a more potent form of testosterone that causes hair loss and hair growth on chin and chest. And so saw palmetto, I've read so many great things about this helping with mm -hmm. hair issues. Um, you could try it. Definitely self-monitor. Make sure you feel good when you take any of these supplements um, and make sure that there is something that's that's working for you and you're not just taking it hoping that it's gonna work eventually if it's like sometimes these supplements can have side effects i don't yeah. know i took dim once it gave me some anxiety after oh. taking it for a while so it's like yeah, you it, always have to self-monitor of course it's you gotta gauge your body sometimes the right thing doesn't work and or the, what you think is the right thing doesn't work and then you gotta be like okay that yeah. wasn't it move on to the next thing that you think might work and oh by the way 
like when we talk about um, supplements, like we have an episode where we said P- supplements for PCOS, and that's what we're going to. It's like, what's your type of PCOS? Mm-hmm. The four different types, and then we say for each type, what supplement you should focus on. Because like right now, like we said, you don't want to just start with any supplement, or you don't want to just start with any supplement and just like, you know, basically like shoot. Yeah, go, shoot go, for nothing. Yeah, shoot for nothing. You want to like just start with the one that's right for your type, and then from there you can build right. on that. Like if you have blood sugar issues and you know you're very insulin resistant, then you would focus on ovacetol. Mm-hmm. Or if you had naturally high stress hormones or just high, you know, high stress hormones, you take adrenal support. So assess your symptoms. Um, and you know, in the sisterhood, we have lots of resources to help you understand your PCOS type. Oh yeah. Because the quiz that we have is like a fun quiz. You know, it's not very like in depth. Um, But yeah, that will definitely help with supplements or you can get lab work done. And this is great because then you can check if you have anemia, you could do a full thyroid panel and see how your thyroid's doing because these two issues really contribute to hair loss. Um, And once you have those checked and you find that maybe you're anemic or you have thyroid issues, you can take medications, you can do certain things that will help with those symptoms instead Mm of constantly taking all of these supplements and things and nothing's working you know because it can only work to a certain extent if your thyroid's not functioning if you have anemia these are issues that need to be treated more um seriously than supplements of course there are other treatments of course um like laser and electrolysis I always want to say electrolysis. <laughs> electrolysis? It's electrolysis. I've never heard of that one. Electrolysis. That's hilarious. Um, every time I read it, I have to correct myself. Electrolysis. But <laughs> this is important to pay attention to because hirsutism is irreversible, essentially. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do, like after, let's say you've grown facial hair. Yes, you have to change your diet and lifestyle, like we said, so that it doesn't get worse. But you also have to do some type of treatment to remove the hair. And hopefully these diet and lifestyle changes will help so that it doesn't come back or it just comes back lighter. Yeah. Um, but you still now once it's there, you have to do something. So electrolysis or laser. And from what I understand, we'll get into it. Laser, you have to constantly keep up with. And I know this because I do laser every like six months. <laughs> um, and electrolysis is more permanent. Um, laser, it grows back like lighter. And electrolysis, okay. they say, really reduces it a lot more than laser. Okay. Um, but I'm sure everyone has. A, because we we did a sticker on Instagram story. We asked you guys, you sisters, how your experiences was with laser and electrolysis. And everyone had these like varying answers. And a lot of sisters are frustrated that it didn't work. It didn't work. But it's because when you go in and you ask them for laser or electrolysis, they should tell you that this needs to be paired with diet and lifestyle changes yeah. to help you're with keep your on blood doing sugar it. and stress yeah. hormones. Or else you're going to keep coming back and it's going to keep growing. And of yeah. course, they don't tell you this because they want Doubt. you to come back. And True. <laughs> no. no, but some people tell you this. Of course, yeah. they didn't tell me this when I went <laughs> in. But um, yeah, yeah, you have to consider maintenance and consider doing things to lessen it from getting worse. Yes. So it's it's about doing the actual, like basically going to the laser electrolysis to remove it because it's not going to just fall out, right? Right. Like what's you already on? What's already, yeah. You have to do something to remove it. But yeah. at the same time, it's like you're, you're looking under the hood and like... <laughs> 
fixing, you know, like the <laughs> problems <laughs> so that the, the issue that's coming out, you know, it gets lessened. So I, I like that. It's a thing you have to kind of do, two things you have to do at the same time. Right. Yeah. I would start with lifestyle and then go into considering laser and electrolysis once I have that kind of under control. Mm-hmm. Or you can do both at the same time. It would be fine. But yeah, really, really, sisters, there's no like magical solution of like going to laser and all your problems are solved. Like you have to consider putting in the work in your lifestyle and diet. Um, so apparently laser hair removal is relatively new technology. So I've tried that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've a lot of other sisters have tried electrolysis. It's a popular way to remove hair. I haven't tried that one. But the main difference between laser hair removal and the traditional method known as electrolysis is that laser can treat multiple hair follicles at one time. So is it faster? I think so, yeah. I think so. I haven't done electrolysis, but I've heard that it's slower. And okay. And it, because it yeah, identifies you know and I probes right. the, each individual hair follicle. Yeah. That's electrolysis. It identifies yeah. and probes each individual hair follicle, whereas laser hair removal uses a concentrated beam of light to remove unwanted hair. Mm-hmm. And it says um, the light energy is converted to heat, which damages the tube-shaped sacs within the skin or hair follicles that produce hairs. This damage inhibits or delays future hair growth. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that's laser. I completely, it's like, that's what happened to me. I go every six months. It delays yeah. the hair growth. The hair is lighter And on it's my not face. damaging anything else, right? It's just... Going into the to the hair yeah, follicle. Yeah, nothing else. I never broke out or had redness. It could happen. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I'm not a esthetician, but so electrolysis um, identifies and probes each individual hair follicle. It involves inserting a very fine probe into a hair follicle, then activating an electric current which passes through the needle to the root of the hair, destroying the papilla. Papilla. <laughs> Oh, papilla. papilla. I thought it was in Spanish. That was Spanish. Uh, <laughs> destroying the papilla so the follicle can no longer produce hair. No longer? Or is it like for a long period of time it doesn't produce? Um, No longer. So is it permanent? I mean, for some people, yes. But if you have PCOS and you're not treating the underlying root issues, it's not. No. Yeah. And it says, uh, oh yeah, I think that's... Uh, it from electrolysis yeah. yeah so basically if your hormones are out of whack and your insulin is too high and your dhea is like way too high mm-hmm. then hair will grow back you can't do electrolysis or laser if you're not in the process of having your insulin and hormones under control and because the hair that you zap will not only come back but dormant hairs can also come out mm-hmm. so you yeah. it's a full-on approach so if you are struggling with self-confidence and you know, you're, there's lots of facial hair um, going on on your face. Consider doing laser and electrolysis to remove it for so that it doesn't c- grow back for a long period of time. Like that's actually, yes, it's upsetting that we can't like fully reverse this. Yeah. But at least it won't grow back for a long time and it'll grow back lighter when it does. Yeah. And in the meantime, you can work on your diet and lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a deal. Yeah, it's a really it. good start to treating the, the hair system and you know hopefully uh that will work and if 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 it does or you're going through the process let us know send us some messages or uh comments saying oh like I, i'm trying laser and so and so happened so mm-hmm. let us know yeah you can always dm us and now we're gonna read the time mentioned we had we did a <clears throat> question about 
the the laser and electrolysis, right? Yes. And on a, on an Instagram I, sticker, so we're gonna yeah. read the responses right now. I asked everyone, um, "Have you tried laser electrolysis? What do you think?" So I'm gonna read some of the answers. Someone said, "I've tried both. I still have a lot more sessions to go. I've done at least twelve of each." Mm. Honestly, uh, that sounds like a lot for electrolysis, and I've heard that you shouldn't do both. I I read that oh, really? you should pick one and stick to it. Um, I'm not sure exactly why, but that's what I read when I was looking this up. And also, again, like going 12 times to electrolysis, you may not be um, making the lifestyle changes. Yeah, make sure you're, <clears throat> excuse me, make sure you're spacing them out correctly, like or, or at least maybe a longer period of time, so you can make sure that it's taking uh, longer to grow between each time. Because if you're doing a diet and lifestyle change, that's what should be happening. Yeah. Someone says laser didn't work. Interested in trying electrolysis though. Here's the thing. Like we said, laser is not going to fully reverse everything and you're just never going to have to go again. With PCOS, you're going to go every six months or whatever um, to maintain, but at least it'll come back lighter. At least it won't show mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, in the meantime, your diet and lifestyle. Yeah. Okay, let's see what else. Let's see. Any juicy Let answers? Let me read some, please. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just like staring into the abyss here as you <laughs> as I wait for you. I'm dying to get laser under my pits so that uh, thank you for asking people this question. I do under my arms. And it's great. I think it's great in the summer, especially. <laughs> yeah, of course, in the summer, you gotta do that. I gotta do it sometimes, not laser, but you know, sometimes I gotta. He waxes his chest. How dare you bring that out <laughs> on here? I do not, okay? You I barely have any. I like to Why wax it once it? a year before the summer just to give my chest some time to shine. Oh, oh my, my goodness. God, it's so you brought funny. this out onto the podcast. How dare you? <laughs> well, I'm bringing out my facial hair. It's true. <laughs> Someone says, yes, both lasers, okay, but electrolysis is more permanent. Yes, that's what I read too. Um, I had laser hair removal done on my face and neck. Best decision ever. That's great. Because, yeah, when it's reduced, at least, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, you feel so much better. Yeah. Electrolysis on my chin worked perfect. Do get a random hair once and a while, but not as coarse. Yes, that's great progress. Um, I mean, what are we supposed to be? Like Barbies over here with like no facial hair. Yeah, it's so unrealistic. Tight and right. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. That's why we do maintenance. Now the coronavirus is here and we're all falling apart at the seams. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm sorry. I'm so dramatic. I know everyone's, so many people around the world are listening. I'm sure you have bigger problems than laser. Um, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a first world problem thing. But you know, I'm, we can all relate, or I'm sure sisters all around the world can relate to hair citizen and having hair growth. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of messages that say, "Been getting electrolysis for two years. It's been really effective on thick PCOS chin hair." Someone says, "100% worth it." My sister and I have thick dark hair and have gotten it done um that's interesting very good i like what i'm hearing it sounds like there's a solution out there yeah um someone says oh someone says i spent thousands of dollars and it didn't work for me especially on my face but it's yeah. like but then it's not very common that you're when you go to get laser done that they're like all right do you have pcos what type do yeah. you have? Here well, are supplements really... you should take. No, they're no. not going to tell you Their that. Their job is to just yeah, basically laser, laser your face yeah. and do what you're asking exter externally. They're not going to look, as I mentioned, yeah. under the hood. 
it's your job to investigate and go on Instagram and find this podcast. And here we are. And yay, good, good yeah. for you. <laughs> all right. Okay. I just think it's all the stickers. Or there's a lot more, there's but you know, more, we but... went through most of them. Yeah. And I guess this goes into uh, that. I think is all about the concludes our, concludes our topic of here citizen and PCOS. Looking under the lid and of a car and yeah, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. But uh, before we go, we always want to highlight a sister that's uh, you know managing her PCOS like a boss and basically doing her best yes. to lose weight with PCOS and. You know, manage your PCOS, like I mentioned 10 times. Yes. <laughs> this win is from a sister in the sisterhood. Mm-hmm. So she messaged in the chat forum and said, do you want to read it or do you want me? Okay. I'll read. <laughs> I like reading. Uh, Caitlin Bufani. She's currently in the stage three uh, in the sisterhood. In the sisterhood, we have different stages. And she's in stage three of stage five. She's starting gluten-free. Of five stages. Yeah. yeah we have five stages. And mm-hmm. she's right now in stage three starting gluten-free. And this is her message. She said, I stepped on the scale this morning and I am officially down 13 pounds. I couldn't believe it. Trust the process, ladies. I'm not 100% gluten dairy free, almost, but I can't believe the changes I'm seeing. You've got this. Keep believing in yourself and healing your body. I truly can't believe how far I've come after years of struggling in just a few weeks. Get it, girl. Get it. Good job. I'm sorry if I hurt your ears right now, but good job. Good job, Get Caitlin. It. And the thing I really like, and she's from San Antonio, so shout out to San Antonio. Texas. Um, the thing is, I really like one thing she said is trust the process, ladies. Mm-hmm. And that's because, like, as you could tell in her message, she didn't go 100%, which is what we say. Don't go 100% like right, right away because you can really put too much pressure on yourself and it can be a lot yeah. to do at once. You don't want to over uh, pressure yourself with too many things to apply. Right. And, um, like, even here, you can in the sisterhood, we have different stages. So she's starting with gluten-free, and that's about goes into that trusting the process. So great job to Caitlin. Right. Enjoy all of the small wins. Seriously. Yeah. If you see just, if you feel better, if that's all you see so far for three weeks, you just feel better. Enjoy it. Stick yeah. to it. Keep doing it. Keep investigating because mm-hmm. things like heal, reversing your symptoms and healing PCOS take time and it's a lifestyle change that you have to stick to and get used to. And hey, it took me a whole year to figure it out. Yeah. To to not, no, it took me 10 years <laughs> to figure it out. It took me one year to, to really commit and really become gluten and dairy free and enjoy this lifestyle. Yeah. For the rest of the 10 years. Yeah, that's great. And the thing, the cool thing is you pretty much applied all of that into the sisterhood. Like you mm-hmm. put your journey into there. It. And I think one thing you, you always like, tell me is like, I wish I had this when I when I was diagnosed with PCOS. Because mm-hmm. like, there's so many stories, there's so much stuff there. Like there's like, there's an area if you're just recently diagnosed. There's an area if you're trying to do workouts. But there's an area if you're in the middle of your PCOS journey. And I, it's like it's perfect for anybody who's trying to find resources, meal plans, um workouts all that jazz in one place just for you so right sisterhood. i don't know why we just went off on there but you know we, we just love it like i'm gonna go on there right now and i'm gonna post some stuff something about uh foam rolling and all that jazz you know i just like sing jazz right now <laughs> all right thank you so much for listening ladies yes this was awesome it was thank you and we'll be back next week
Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again. Sisterhood.